It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Today's episode is sponsored by L.E.B. Illustrates. Now, she runs an Etsy shop that sells graphic design, prints, mugs, stickers, greeting cards, all sort of things that you would like like that. And if you'd like to support a small business that has some really great artwork, head on over to L.E.B. Illustrates on Etsy. If you use the coupon code CORTCASE and you get 10% off every order from now all the way through to the end of February. So if you go over to LEB Illustrates, use the coupon code CORTCASE and help support a small business and you'll really be making a difference. That's LEB Illustrates. Check it out, guys. Okay, happy Friday, everybody. Um, I'm on with my brother, Billy. And my co-host, Sweet Tea. Hello. Uh, so this is the first... Now, I've had you on, Billy, just you and me. Obviously, Sweet Tea's a co-host, so I've been on just me and her before. But I've never had it just us three. So this is a new one, isn't right. it? Yeah. Mental. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to see how you guys gel, whether we end up just fighting the whole podcast. It's possible, it's possible. We agree, you know. We've got some good topics to test that, though. So I'm, I'm quite excited. Sure. Well, I mean... She argues like she does when she's playing Fortnite <laughs> for, for, for a wild hour. Yeah, that's a good point. Over lockdown, I got um, I gave Sweet Tea my PlayStation Four because I've acquired a PlayStation Five, and um, Sweet Tea, you've started you started playing Fortnite, haven't you? So how do you uh, how have you found that? I've been addicted to it. I want to play every night, and I feel like I'm getting better. That's good. That's good stuff. That's sick. Yeah, I think so too. We keep getting victory royales whenever you're playing. Yeah, it's true. Which is nice. Uh, right, we're going to crack on with the first story here. Okay, the first story that I've got for you guys. So, have either of you been on holiday to the one of those places where there's like monkeys walking around like we get pigeons now? No. Well, you're lying, Bill, because we've been to Gibraltar. Oh, yeah, shit. No, well, yeah, to be fair, yeah, but to be fair, that was like one day. So, it was more like a day trip. Yeah. Holiday. So technically, been a day trip to Gibraltar. And what were your experience with the monkeys? They were right though. Do you remember we had that little one that was a little, little bitch though that was just sitting on my back like pulling my hair? I got that picture. In fact, um, I might post it on the social media when we were in Gibraltar of where I took a selfie with the monkey and he yeah. tried to steal my sunglasses as I took the picture. Yeah, that was quite a good. Photo. Yeah, that was a good. Photo, to be fair, but yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they are. But the ones in Gibraltar are a bit more um, savvy, aren't they? 
Yeah. They Mm. they like square up. Yeah. Muck about those ones. But sweet tea, have you had an experience like that? No, I haven't. Have you been to like Longleat? Oh well, yeah, I guess I have then. What was it like there? Um, I mean, I did it a long time ago. I haven't done it recently. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, basically, what this story is, right, is. You know, in the Southeast Asian countries like Cambodia, places right like that, where um, Indonesia, mm, yeah, people have been studying the monk, the local monkeys in that area, and basically, the monkeys now know what items a person has are expensive and what ones aren't, and they'll know to steal expensive items. That is mad. Yeah, and so they'll steal phones and stuff instead of like empty bags and things. Well, like, why? they can't use the phone makes no sense because they know because then what will happen is they'll know that it's valuable so then people will chase after them and they can exchange it for food oh I see so it says here that thieving monkeys in Bali are more likely to go after articles that tourists value and are more likely to exchange it for food such as electronics and ignore products of low value a study has found so okay well I mean I suppose you've got to get the uh hustle yeah exactly and monkeys are pretty clever aren't they they are very clever it's why you know we're related to them you know yeah um so this study was done over 273 days so like over half a year they recorded over 2,000 interactions between the monkeys and the tourists the longest wait someone had to wait before an item was returned to them was 25 minutes including 17 minutes of negotiation. Oh, my God. <laughs> so they spent 17 minutes going, oh, yeah, I'll give you this. <laughs> give it back, mate, please. Wow. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. I don't play. Yeah. For lower-valued items, the monkeys were more likely to conclude successful bartering sessions by accepting a lesser reward. That's mad, which means if the item's lower value, they know to ask for something less valuable. So if they get a higher thing like a phone, they know that they could barter for more food because they know they'll want it more. Ah, I see. How smart is that? Yeah, they've basically they've basically figured out what money is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Th- that's mental. Um, it says that these observations hint towards a deeper understanding of economics that the monkeys have socially acquired over time. It's going to get to a point where a monkey could literally set up a little shop. It's like Planet of the Apes, isn't it? It is like Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it said they've not had the drug to make them smart, but I mean, they clearly already know what money is. Yeah. What else? It says the spontaneous population-specific um, influence practice may be the first example of a culturally maintained token economy in free-ranging animals. So basically, they're saying that this is the first example of, like the concept of money and exchanging goods for things in something other than humans which so is they think that more animals are going to get on this bandwagon well more like monkeys and primates could learn this sort of stuff yeah damn yeah the monkey knows what it wants and it's getting it yep these monkeys have become experts at snatching them from absent-minded tourists who didn't listen to the temple staff's recommendations to keep all valuables inside zipped hand. This is a very passive-aggressive quote, this. Uh, probably right. Yeah. Probably um, right. So you're supposed to keep your valuables inside zipped handbags firmly tied around your necks and backs when you're there. So anyone in Indonesia who is listening to this, please take this warning okay mobile phones wallets and prescription glasses are among the high value possessions the monkeys aim to steal Damn. which is mad Damn. yeah it's 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 mad thinking that 
there's another animal that's smart enough to know that's a mobile phone they're gonna want that so i'm gonna take it that's that blows my mind i know that's 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 mental also did you see i think we covered this possibly on the podcast way way back when we started the podcast there was that news story where deep in lockdown where there was no tourists in the touristy areas of indonesia all of the monkeys because the tourists gave them food all the time and because there weren't any tourists there the monkeys were weren't getting their food anymore so there was videos of literally hordes of monkeys harassing people just the odd person they'll see on the street because there's not no tourists giving them food anymore yeah see that's the problem because i mean i suppose that's the problem with the tourism now though isn't it stuff like that yeah because i mean obviously it's not natural no one of those things where it's gone too far yeah so it's not gonna exactly and now they're setting up little co-ops in the middle of bloody indonesia (laughs) (laughs) Bali now. Adapt. COVID is making people adapt. Mm. Me and um, Sweet Tea were looking up holidays in Cambodia and Indonesia last night. We were actually, yeah. How yeah. relevant? Because um, we, we want to try and go to places that, like, we normally go to like European holidays or America when we go as a family. And just, I think it just looks so beautiful and interesting there. And I'd just love to go. Yeah. But it's a bit basic. Now, it's not How? a why, it's a why not. Yeah exactly sweet tea you should listen to that billy and also what do you mean it's a bit basic well, that's where everyone goes isn't it like all the like the 17 year old girls that think they're being like oh i'm going off to like thailand or Canada i've never seen a 17 year old girl go to thailand yeah, yeah, if it's know. where everyone goes how comes we've never been well, i don't necessarily <laughs> mean everyone including us is that the whole world doesn't revolve around us there are other people in it but i mean a lot of people go and you know they go on a gap year didn't they they're like oh we'll go to thailand or cambodia or something like that you know yeah, well, I mean, it's more... I think that's because there's loads of, like, camp... Like, companies that do, like, camp trips over there. Oh, the package things. Yeah, like the package deals. I think that's yeah. what you probably mean. Yeah, yeah, I get I get that. But, I mean, also, for me, it's more the fact that the, these girls might have all gone, but I've not, and I want Yeah, I've not it. gone and seen it myself. Yeah, you know? But, I mean, you could just watch, like, The Beach or something, can you? No, there's only so many times. That's ta- not the same. <laughs> there's only so many times you can go to Tenerife, isn't it? We, you know? we have only been twice. That's not that many times. It's one more than I needed <laughs> to go. <laughs> also, so. you could go to Cambodia and hate it. You've flown all the way around the world. And also, let's be real, with the, you, yeah, you are the pickiest eater in the world. What are you going to eat when you're out there? I'm going to eat whatever those monkeys will sell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have a Mars bath, so. Yeah. <laughs> But um, no, I, I want to go. I want to save up. I want to explore something like that. Have you seen the architecture there? It looks like the um, King Louis Palace in like Jungle Book. Those sort of yeah, buildings no, like sure that. I'm sure it is cool. I'm sure. I'm I mean, if you end up hating it once you're there, I mean, that's the whole part of travelling, really. So you won't yeah. know unless you try. I do agree with you, but I would much rather spend like five grand and know I'm going to have a good time. I feel like you're playing it safe, though. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You are, you, you are kind of the king of playing it safe, though, aren't you? In what way? You just you, you <laughs> you're someone that likes their creature comforts. You know, knows what they like and enjoys what they like. Are you, you saying know? that he won't go out of his like comfort circle? Yeah, that sort of thing. You know, you know. Well, what... well, I don't think. I don't think so. You don't. Well, I mean, you definitely have like a routine. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, James, you did I say work. there was going to be a domestic on here, and you're already <laughs> <Yeah>. starting one. My <laughs> routine. I work nine to five every week. I have to have a routine. No, this like... wasn't like a. Um, it didn't mean to be an insult. Well, like, yeah, you've hit a nerve not there. None of us can sleep in till ten o'clock every day. 
I don't sleep in till 10 o'clock. I stay in bed till 10 o'clock, but I wake up and then do stuff. I I literally grab my laptop and start editing. He did two workouts today. Three. Three? Well, yeah, I went on that long walk as well. Bloody hell. True. I mean, everyone Mm. likes being in the comfort zone. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I stay in the comfort zone for everything. I just don't fancy going to part of the world where there's monkeys stealing my shit. Okay. Well, I mean, for, fair enough. Fair enough then, I suppose. Yeah, well, I, I mean, agree with I that. Mean, I want to go to Japan. I want to go to like, mm. actually not China anymore. Cause I want to go to They're Japan. killing people. Yeah. But I would like to go to Japan. I would be... That's, ba- that's so basic. All the people go there. <laughs> Do you know anyone? <laughs> do you know anyone that's gone tea? Because I don't know anyone that's gone. <laughs> I, I do actually, to be fair. <laughs> really? Who do you know that's gone? I'm not just going to like say them all yeah, over the podcast. Lying. Okay. Well, can you tell this anonymous person? Do you know how their trip was? Like, did they have well, a good time? Um, uh, well, I assume so. They posted it all over their Instagram. Uh, just poking holes in your story now. That's another thing, right? I don't want to go on a holiday just because it will look good on my Instagram. So you're choosing to go somewhere that is like really nice in photos? No, yeah, no. I want to experience a different <laughs> culture, mate. I want to see the monkeys. I, like I'm saying, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to pick a country because I'll be like, ah, oh, some people have taken loads of cool Insta pics there. You know, I want my Insta feed to look amazing. You know, so, I want to go there because yeah, I'm going to so make well. good memories there. I'm going to go there with good people and I'm going to experience a good new thing. I feel like we've really come away from the whole monkey topic. It is. It has diverted, but like that's what this show is about. You know, it's about making new conversations and giving verdicts on interesting things. Yeah, fair yeah, play. fair play. And, and uh, do you know what? if you want to go into the middle of, for lack of a better term, but fuck nowhere, and go <laughs> and see some monkeys that are going to steal your stuff, man, you do it. Yeah, we've gotten Billy's permission to. We've got. Yeah, we have. But we can't go running back back to him if our phone's been taken. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't anyway because you wouldn't have a phone. I will take enough. (laughs) I'll I'll take enough bananas that the monkey will give me the phone back. All right. right. It's not like he's going to give it back to me on contract or anything. Well, this is on record now. So when you go out there and get everything stolen, I'll bring this podcast up and I'll say. Okay. I told you so. Uh, on what laptop the monkey left had it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I won't be out there, so mine won't be. Oh yeah. Best, you won't be able to send it to us. That's the issue. Oh yeah. I do want to get it back. Assuming you make it back. <laughs> yeah, we might not make it back. The monkeys might kidnap us. Yeah. For ransom. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Do you guys want to hear about this? Um, what kids are doing in Siberian schools at the moment? Go ahead. This yeah, is sure. mad, this one. These articles and the amount of adverts they put all over it make it so hard to read. And the headline is, and you thought your school showers were cold, screaming Siberian children are made to strip to their underwear and throw buckets of icy water over themselves as part of the curriculum. Why? Uh, apparently it's uh, that pe- in belief that it wards off infections. Well, yeah, because you'd be dead. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, well, the first thing I think is Siberia is already cold. Yeah. So why are they throwing icy cold water over their kids? It's just water there, though, and everything's icy cold there. Apparently, it's in a specific area of Siberia called Krasnoyarsk. Um, and if five and six year olds douse themselves in icy water, most parents give their permission for their youngsters to take part daily. And the teachers argue that the cold showers lead to the children calling in sick less. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fair enough. Mm. Very, very strange, though. It is a bit. Um, yeah, I don't get how that works. 
Okay, so apparently the children take the cold showers daily after a hot sauna, as long as the temperature is no lower than 25 degrees. So if you're like, oh, Wait, so they go warm. from straight from hot to cold? Yeah, from extreme hot to extreme cold. Well, that's how you got Surely it. that's not good for your body. Probably not, no. But, you know, sure just kids. Who cares? Yeah, true. The kids back. They're just kids. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, they always bounce back, don't they, children? <laughs> they always bounce back. Oh. <laughs> they always bounce back. Um, here's a um, nickname for children that I've never heard. Um, they talked to a spokesperson, and the spokesperson said, the little walruses warmed themselves in the sauna and went outside for a traditional <laughs> cold water shower. The little walruses. Going up to get kind of time for breakfast, you little walrus. Oh my god! <laughs> He's definitely made to be an educator. Yeah, that's oh wow! It's no colder than minus twenty-five degrees Celsius. That's very cold. It was two degrees today, and that was pretty chilly. <laughs> yeah. Imagine minus twenty-five. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. Mm, this is very, very strange. I do not understand the logic of doing this, but you know, every country's different. True. Yep. Yeah, uh, someone said so. Another supporter of the cold water training said facts are hard to argue with. Our doctor confirms that children in groups that practice dousing get through the flu season a lot more interest easily. Generally, the statistics show there are ninety five percent of healthy children in the wet group compared to seventy five percent among the others. The wet group. See, I always think that, but that what, like. Back in like the 1900s, they thought that like mercury in a hole in the head was good for you. Well, so I understand that, but these kids aren't calling in sick, Billy. Well, no, yeah, well, they can't anyway. Their parents do it. They might have just <laughs> said they've not got a cold. What I'm learning from this, right, is that people believe it. Before we go around to these old women and old men's houses to give them the COVID vaccine, we should do a preliminary round where we just go round to each of their houses and throw a bucket of icy cold water yeah. over their I heads. mean, there was the ice bucket challenge years ago. Why don't we just bring that back? Yeah, to OAP nice care cold, homes. Nice cold bucket of COVID be gone. And yeah. They won't even need the vaccine. Exactly. <laughs> it's called That's the smart. COVID be gone challenge now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just... You don't do it to yourself. You find your old relative yeah, and you'd be like, chuck it over there. Oh, my God. Hiya, Nan. Haven't seen you in a couple of months. Here's some fucking <laughs> ice cold water. <laughs> I think that's a great idea, to be honest with you. Thank you, Siberia, for helping us all out with that one. Yeah, who knew Siberia would save the day. Yeah, we got some, um, we got some more stories coming up, guys. I want to get into what this Instagram model has done that you guys aren't going to believe. And we're going to talk about the... What they're calling it is the gender lay gap, right? What? The gender lay gap. You saying it again isn't going to make me understand what lay, it is. Lay is in like lay, as in like sex lay. Yes, yes. Oh right. Right. This is what they're calling it, and we're going to get to that during courting with James. But all of that stuff is coming right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Happy Friday. Have you guys enjoyed the week? Oh, one thing that I did want to bring up is um, our giveaway winners. Yeah. Um, we reached 500 followers on Instagram, half a half a K, and we've obviously got 1,000 listens as well, which is a big one. Uh, but to celebrate the half, half a K followers, we did a little giveaway where we had two court case mugs up for grabs. 
And uh, our winners won last week. It was Alicia um, from <laughs> England. Sorry. You said our winners won yeah, and winners it, won, yeah. it made me laugh. <laughs> well, they did. I mean, Kanye or Trufa. Yeah, So one of them was Alicia um, from Instagram and from the south of England. She won and she's already received her gift box and uh, I think we posted on the story. She was very happy with it. You've met her before, haven't you, Billy? Yeah, well, I worked with her. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's a nice little connection there. And um, the other one was all the way from America. Grabalicious I is. Didn't work with her. No, you did not. But she's <laughs> a, um, she's another podcast called the Grabalicious Podcast. Grabalicious is no actual is no actual name, obviously. Um, oh, but um, the postage on that was madness. How much was it? It was twenty quid. Twenty. I did quid. not think it would be that expensive yeah james actually had a heart attack yeah when when she said 20 quid i was like is there any way we can send this a little (laughs) bit cheaper she literally gave you such a dirty look she was just like i literally just gave you your options what you want about yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay i think the next giveaway unless might be just a domestic one you know (laughs) i think so just in this country but still when grabalicious gets her giveaway i hope she appreciates the thought that we have put into i it. bloody hope so now yeah <laughs> same. pad it out so it doesn't end up like smashed right? yeah yeah we've got um there, it was in a little polystyrene box we added some other little goodies in goodies in there oh, so nice 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 one i think uh yeah sweet tea helped think of the different goodies and stuff so right. good on your sweet tea for knowing what you know girls would want in in a goodie bag <laughs> so guys as usual influencers are in the news again yeah i mean why would they not be as they are but this time it's not for swanning off to dubai during a pandemic okay no arguably it could be for something worse arguably really yeah well if you think well to be fair if if the influencers that went off to dubai infected everyone at the airport and then people from the airport and their families died then that would be worse than this story. I w- uh, yeah, I was going to say. But this story affects one person badly. So <laughs> I'd say it's still not great. <laughs> oh my God, you always went so high. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> right, so anyway, if this advert will get out of the way. Um, what I don't get about ads as well, I just want to say this. Okay? Oh, here we go. So you know the way laptops and phones work now is if you go on Facebook or whatever they see what you've been shopping for and so the ads are like tailored to you mm. so half of the adverts I'm getting are for stuff that I've already purchased Yeah, no, so w- why are they advertising it yeah, to me it's called like remarketing it's like can you imagine if you went on Amazon and bought a toilet seat and then you're suddenly getting recommended different toilet seats it's like you only buy like one or two of those you don't yeah, need no, that's more that's weird isn't it yeah I don't need a shirt I've already just ordered. Yeah, I don't understand. But we move. Whatever. Okay, so Instagram model. Is everyone ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Cool. So she's got 5 million followers. Okay. Bloody hell. Does she want to give us some? I know. And she's called the Brooke (laughs) Shields. She's been dubbed the Brooke Shields of Kuwait. I don't know who Brooke Shields is. I recognise the name. What's Kuwait? Yeah, what's Kuwait? I think that must be where she's from. Oh, right. Like Kauai. Like... Yeah, Kauai. Do you mean like the Japanese cute thing, like Kauai? Might be. Uh, K-U-W-A-I-T. <laughs> oh, no, that's not. Kauai's okay. like that Japanese, you know, the, the like 
the the white girls that will dress up like emos and say they're kawaii. Oh, do you know what I mean? And that's a new culture that I need to. Yeah, have you ever heard of that? No. Oh yeah. I might have heard of it. I don't know. Yeah, I I see a lot of things they all on wear, the internet. Like, rainbow clothes and stuff, and they'll run around wearing like pushing rucksacks and shit. Oh yes, yeah, they're yeah. All kawaii, and they just take loads of photos of themselves. Yeah, I know what you're chatting but about. I don't think that's what this lady. No, but anyway, she's going to stand trial in London for stalking and beating up her ex-husband. Wow, what a knobhead. Mm, I know. Bloody hell. She's t- uh, her name is Rowan Bin Hussein, 24. Right. Yeah, I know, that surname does not bode well <laughs> from the get-go. <laughs> um, she's 24 and she's accused of assaulting Mohammed Yusuf Majarif. And she's, oh, she's from the Middle East um, and she's a cosmopolitan star. Right? I don't know. Oh, like the magazine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I assume it was the drink, but that makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> the drink <laughs> makes more sense. Um, she's, um, so, she's apparently damaged a £200 shirt of his. That's bang out of order. I know, Bloody that's hell. mental. Um, <laughs> Why the, would someone spend that much on a shirt? I don't know. The influencer <laughs> has a law degree from King's College. She's doing well with that law degree. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, that degree of hers, she should be on the other side. Yeah, she could represent herself. Yeah, she's I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> she's denied the assault. Has she? Yeah, she's going to stand trial in May. And, um, yeah, for stalking and beating up her ex-husband. Wait, why is she getting done for murder, She's not getting done for murder. Oh, I thought you said she was. No, for stalking and beating <laughs> up her ex-husband. That's a good turn. Shows how much I was listening. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> so she beat him up and also damaged the £200 shirt. So, double the crime there. Oh, she's a mother yeah. of one as well. Oh, wow. oh my God. Setting a great example for her kid. <laughs> Damn. Um, she was unable to travel to the UK from Dubai. Of course, she was in Dubai. Naturally. Um, to attend her plea hearing last month after she tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, oh how convenient for her. She's been doing everything at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah clearly. She's got her fingers in all about. the pies. Instagram <laughs> model. Law degree. Assaulter. COVID patient. COVID patient. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of this year, her Instagram uh, best of feed is going to be quite a mixed bag. Her uh, Tinder bio when she gets out of prison. It's going to write itself. I know. Um, Bin Hussein, who's been privately funding her defence, was excused from attending her latest case management hearing at Westminster. Her defence lawyer, Katie Mustard, said, that's a Cluedo name there, isn't it? Mustard in Katie the uh, mustard in the lounge, m- mustard in the courtroom with the Instagram model. Yeah, Katie Mustard said she lives in Dubai. She is currently in Dubai with her young child. With the current situation, all travel corridors being closed, there could be difficulty getting her into the country for trial. Of course, there is. Why yeah, do all the douchebags live in Dubai. But I like Dubai. But like, all the douchebags live there. All Not only there. do all the douchebags live there, all the douchebags go there as well. Yeah, no, I know. I don't like saying that I like it because I'm like. Do you remember when we went and like all of the police cars and stuff are like sports cars? Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. Pretty so you guys are douchebags then because you went? Yeah, well yeah, but that was never in question, well, was it? Sh- but, yeah. <laughs> it's your fault for going out on. <laughs> I know, <laughs> God. Yeah, T. <laughs> Take a look at yourself. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. <laughs> I don't watch one Marvel movie and I get attacked. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's the <laughs> Right. She said, there is... Oh, Simon Muhan, who is the prosecuting lawyer, 
said there is nothing stopping the defendant coming from Dubai except that she must self-isolate for 10 days. But I'm not aware of any particular restrictions on flying from London to Dubai at the moment. No, I'm pretty sure they're not. I'm pretty sure that's one of the... Actually, I don't know. Have they changed... I thought they, they said they were stopping all travel now. Possibly. Um, this was only like two days ago, this article. I think from Monday. So she probably could have oh. got over it if she wanted to, I think. Because mm. there was like that geezer in Australia that went out there on holiday yeah. that was now moaning that he can't get home. And it was like, you have gone out there on holiday mm. during a pandemic, you melt, and you could have got back. You just chosen not to. So don't start complaining to the sun that will buy any story they want that you can't get home. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, I think she <laughs> should, you know, I think she should get... Um, get her ass over here sounds like she needs to I think so yeah if you're you're the one telling her off I think she definitely should come over (laughs) if I'm the one (laughs) well yeah you sounded very uh, serious about that I think uh, she should uh, come back (laughs) (laughs) she'll miss her she'll miss her court case but she'll come on court case and she can argue her defence here Uh, yeah I think that's a good idea I think that's fine yeah I've got an arguably worse story here um, right. Did I mention? I don't think I mentioned on the show. Or I mentioned before when I was briefing you guys on the show about this woman that was kidnapped and kept in a coffin for seven years. Oh, you did. What? Yeah, you did mention. Yeah. That. You, right. This woman who was kidnapped, raped, and tortured by a couple who kept her in a coffin for seven years. Fucking hell. Yeah, I know. Um, Colleen Stam was twenty when she was picked up by Cameron and Janice Hooker in Oregon, US, and driven to their home in California, where she was kept in a coffin, tortured and raped. Oh, my God. Yeah. That sounds fucking disgusting. She was a hitchhiker. They're always hitchhikers, isn't these? Yeah, they are, aren't they? I am never in my life going to be a hitchhiker. No. Okay? No, not now. (laughs) You're either going to be kidnapped, raped, murdered... Or put in a coffin. In a horror movie. Put in a coffin. Like anything could happen i just do not understand uh, buy a car and drive it yourself yeah true well i mean in england nowhere's really that far enough away that you you don't need to hitchhike yeah and if you do you need to question your life choices yeah exactly so this hitchhiker she was kidnapped and kept in a coffin for seven years and was only let out to be tortured and raped well all right then how, How did she escape then? Yeah. Oh, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. This is this is going to be the new up-and-coming Netflix movie, isn't it? I think so. She was aged 20 and on her way to a party when a young couple with a baby offered her a lift in the US. She jumped in, not realising the husband, Cameron Hooker, 23, was actually hunting for a slave to imprison, rape and torture. Well, of course she didn't realise that, otherwise she yeah. wouldn't have got in the car. Yeah, I must admit, yeah. That would have been dumb, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been dumb. Yeah, that is really, a stupid really thing to say in that article, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that was a really dumb thing to say. Really Who wrote that article? Yeah. She didn't. She didn't realise he was a convicted murderer. Yeah, she's completely innocent. <laughs> she had no idea it was going to happen. For <laughs> sake. Um, so let's see. Then she was driven three hundred miles to the couple's home in Red Bluff, California. Um, she was suspended from the basement rafters with chains before. Um, they sexually assaulted her and had sex with wife Janice beneath her in celebration. So to celebrate what? the fact that they kidnapped her, the husband and wife had sex with each other. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and um, let's see. So Colleen. Now, ah, this is right. So basically this happened quite a while ago right. in um, 1977. 
But the woman is now 62 and telling the story. And that is why... What, like, is this her first time telling the story? Yeah, and this is why... How could you keep it news. a secret for that long? I, th- I know. I feel like um, it's probably been in the news, but, like, she's not really given her public account oh right yeah until like now um and she said um i was terrified janice watched as cameron tortured me and then they had sex in front of me i was convinced they were going to kill me oh my Um, god she was caged in a box for 23 hours a day she was only let out to be raped tortured beaten electrocuted or stretched on a rack jesus what the fuck Mm mm-hmm that's mental, isn't it? That is disgusting. How did she escape then? Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to that. Well, I hope it gets. To yeah, that we're we're so eager to know. <laughs> um, she was starved, deprived of water, and forced to endure temperatures of up to 38 degrees in the summer. He brainwashed her into believing he worked for an organization called the Company, which would kill her and her family if she escaped. And it was only when she agreed to si- agreed to sign a slave contract. She was allowed out more often to help with the children and housework. After three years, he took Colleen to see her parents, but she was terrified. She pretended he was her boyfriend. So he, for some reason, took her, Colleen, the victim, to see her own parents. Right. And because she was so scared of what he would do, she pretended that he was her boyfriend. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, um... His control started to unravel when he made Colleen his second wife and Janice angrily told her the company wasn't real. Janice claimed he had also sexually assaulted assaulted and tortured since she was 15 and had only agreed to stop if she would allow him to find a slave. Oh, okay, so Janice, the original wife, claimed that she had also been sexually assaulted and tortured by him since she was 15. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she and he apparently said that he would stop torturing her if he allowed her, if he allowed him and her to find another slave for him to See, do. See, I to. was going to question how uh, I never understood how couples get together and they commit crimes together. Like, is surely one person influencing the other? Yeah. And you saying that—that's obviously how it happened. Like, she was in the same situation, and now they're doing it to somebody else. So you want to know how she escaped? Yeah. Okay. She eventually, um, so Janice eventually set Colleen free by dropping her at a bus station before fleeing with her children in 1984. And then Janice fleed herself with with the children. Oh, Janice had enough. Mm, Colleen did not go to the police, but Janice reported him three months later and was granted immunity in return for her testimony. And the guy was jailed for 104 years, but could be due for parole as early as 2021. What the fuck? I doubt he'd be granted parole. I um, hope not. Yeah, 104 years. Christ. That's a long time. Christ. But yeah, that's got to be a documentary soon, isn't it? Did we um did we say Colleen had kids with him then as well? Um no, this Janice did. I think. Oh okay. Janice had the kid. Yeah, that That's remi- so messed up. Yeah. That reminds me, have you seen that new it's trending on Netflix that Night Stalker documentary? Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, it's incredible. It's only four episodes. No, it is incredible. Richard Ramirez. I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it. Mm. He Oh wow, apparently he got married while on death row. Really, man? What? The guy from Night Stalker. Well, basically, do you know what Death Row is, sweetie? Yeah, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, you can be on Death Row for years and years and years. 
Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, but that's just men. I always find it mental how people get married whilst they're in prison. These serial killers get fans, don't they? Yeah, it's yeah very and then strange. like, yeah. and then they talk to them, and then they end up getting married, and it's just so strange. Oh, that's so funny as well. One of my favorite quotes in that Night Stalker documentary. In the last episode, they go into like his girly fans while he was on trial and stuff, and there's this prosecuting. Um, lawyer this old woman that's like one of the most professional lawyers in the business and they're sitting down and talk to her about stuff and she just goes yeah these are the dumbest bitches i've ever seen (laughs) 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 i know it's like i don't understand that but um who's ready for some courting with james sure yeah yeah i'm ready okay try and show some more enthusiasm bilbo Sure Thank you. Thing. Hey, okay. <laughs> so, let's play the jingle. But anyway, right. So, I posted on the Instagram story today, and I don't know if Sweet Tea or me can get the. Um, I can get it up if you want. The results up of a, two questions that I posed. Um, the my uh, the audience today and the two questions were um do men cheat for affection or sex and do women cheat for affection or sex so affection being like hugs and kisses you know general affection sex being you know sex um you know <laughs> which gender is more likely to cheat for a or b for affection or for sex and so i asked the uh, I asked people on Twitter and I asked people on Instagram. Do you, you get ha- the Twitter, I'll get the Insta. Okay, so on Twitter, for the question, do you think men cheat for sex or for affection? Question one, men, um, it was 67% for affection. Affection was the majority one. And the same for women. So people on Twitter think both men and women cheat for affection as opposed to sex. Yeah, I see that. Okay, so what did the results on the Instagram? So for men, it was 57% sex and then uh, 43% affection. Okay, okay. So the majority of people on Instagram think men cheat for the sexy, sexy time. Yeah, however, a majority of people on Instagram think women cheat for affection rather than sex. Okay, okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Fair enough. That, that's what you think. You think women That's what cheat. I think as well. I think men would cheat more for sex and women would cheat more for affection okay well let me introduce you guys to something called the gender lay gap right i know you've heard of the prequel the gender pay gap yeah now get ready for the sequel (laughs) right the gender lay gap so basically this is a gap um it's being coined the gender lay gap and i'm going to explain it to you now so basically you guys are wrong women cheat for sex and men cheat for affection is what this study has well, found. I think I am wrong. Well, this is mental. Yes. Yeah, so, who did the study, though? We're going to find out. Um, Alicia Walker, author of *The Secret Life of the Cheating Wife*. Um, she's definitely cheating. Um, <laughs> well, if that's her book, then yeah, I assume she is. She's um, already a qualified person to invest in it. She carried out extensive research for a new book called *Chasing Masculinity*, and her findings shatter 
gender stereotyping on infidelity. So this is breaking news here on Court Case. We're shattering societal norms. (laughs) As always. She said the men in this study enjoyed the sex in their affairs but valued emotional connection and intimacy more highly. The vast majority of women purely sought sexual satisfaction. That's so strange. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I I just don't see that. I just think that, no. Yes. In that study, maybe, but I mean, that study could have had five people. I think that this study could do a lot of good because in society nowadays, men are still thought of as the people that can't refuse sex. Oh, they think with their dicks and stuff like that. And a study like this could change that perception. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I do. Agree. I mean, I get where you're coming from. However, I don't believe the study. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's I mean, go I into like a bit it more. Could have been done without them cheating on each other. Mm. It says men are still painted as. Oh, no, I don't think she went up to the different couples and went. I'm doing a study. Could you please cheat on your no, partner? No, she definitely did. <laughs> you think it went down? Yeah. What it? the fuck? Yeah. She would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Men are still painted as creatures that can't refuse sex. Sayings like all men cheat and boys will be boys reinforce common assumptions that cheating is in their genes. Or trousers, shorts, underwear. Any of those. Yeah. But it's not true. The vast majority of men I spoke to craved intimacy and attention, and when they couldn't get it at home, they looked elsewhere. Men wanted a woman to compliment them, praise them, and listen to the mundane details of their days, don't we all? They wanted what we commonly call the girlfriend experience with hours of sensual sex and lots of kissing and touching. But the majority of women wanted no-strings sex. They actively vetted partners who weren't needy or dependent. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, okay, I can sort of see that. Because I think typically men don't get complimented as much as women. They do not. They definitely don't. mm -hmm. I remember compliments from, from years ago. Yeah, yeah, men yeah. do, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, th- I think, so I can sort of see that that mm. aspect. And I think if you're a woman, the, it sounds like the women that are looking for sex, they should have been single. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they obviously, if they're, they're, it sounds like they're not happy in a relationship because they want to be single. They just want to shag people and not do that. Left, right and centre. Yeah, whereas like the men clearly want an actual relationship. So it sounds like the men are with the women that should be out just having sex. Right. These men need to be with women that are actually going to be Companion women, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts, T? Yeah, I get that. I, I, I'm so just, I'm still just so confused, to be honest with you. What's because, confusing you? No, no, like I get it. Like you, I, your expla- explanation hasn't confused me. Just the actual statistic has confused me. Mm. Well, here, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, just that it's not something that you expected. Yeah, I didn't expect that result. Well, here's another added thing. It says here that women need to climax for men to enjoy sex. Which I, you know, so basically this study is saying that every single man that she studied said that their partner's orgasms gave them pleasure. So they're saying they didn't have as good a time in the bedroom unless their partner was all going, why did you give that look? What's that? No, no, I'm just, I, like, I, like, I think typically, yeah. I, like, like, I think obviously a, a, a man that cares about his girlfriend is going to think that. But yes. a lot of men don't give a shit, do they? Mm. they just want yeah, to, well, they dickhead men, yeah. And walk away. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it depends, it depends who you talk to, obviously, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I think this is very depending on the type of person you are. People are American and they're all emotional and shit. I, th- 
I think what this study is going for basically is basically saying that men need praise from their partner so they themselves feel desired. I think yeah, I can sort of understand that because I, I would mm. imagine, especially as you get older, it probably is harder to come. It by. says that when the men were interviewed, they believed that their partners lacked interest in them and were impossible to please. As a result, they felt like a constant disappointment to their wives. The dynamics of the marital bed added to their sense of failures, as their wives either didn't orgasm during sex, or in a few cases, they orgasmed but rushed their lovemaking. All the men said that their wives approached sex like one more chore to complete. Comments from their mistresses, so the people they cheated on with the mistress, such as, your wife is so lucky to have you, made them feel more manly and content. So... Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough, I suppose. So, you know, I guess the, when they're in an affair with a woman, you know, they're honeymoon staging again, aren't they? So they're getting Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Things. So yeah, when you start a relationship, the affection mm. is like so normal, but then when you're in a relationship for a long time, it dies down. So that's that's obviously what mm. they crave. And apparently, in recent years, um the stereotype well not the stereotype but it's flipped and it's men desire monogamy and women less so recent research shows that a number of men desire monogamy and are true to one person while many women are the ones that want to have more than one sexual partner and want to be open and going everywhere and fucking whoever i see that yeah, yeah. yeah I so um i think i think why that is as women has become women have come out as more like sexual recently the, yeah. If that make, if that makes sense, like they they're much more open with their sexuality and stuff like that. Whereas I feel like men are much more closed off because they feel mm. like they have to be. But also, women are sneakier than men. Yes, and it says, that it says here as well. It says though, um, you know, you can get those online websites that are just for like extramarital affairs where yeah, you just yeah. meet. Apparently, there are more men on those websites, but. The women on those websites are more likely to actually go through with meeting the person right. that they're going to cheat with. So men go on there, and most of the time, just for the fantasy of just that idea in their heads and being on it, women are more likely to actually go through with it. Right. What and like act on it? Yeah, and actually do the affair. Oh wow! Right. Yeah. Um, so basically, men are pussies. Yeah. The thing is, <laughs> I think women are so much emotionally smarter than men are, and it's easy. Do you think? I think so. I think women can control... They can control their emotions better. So I think that they can be sneakier in that aspect, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, to a degree. Again, I think it's a black one, that black one. So women have got a better poker face. I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah. I think so. <laughs> um, to the outside world, women maintain their image as the perfect wife, remembering birthdays, going to events, while being very good at hiding their big secret. Yeah, that's weird. And also, apparently, women are very good at vetting which man to cheat on and they're very choosy in that respect whereas men that cheat just go for whoever they can find so it's a lot messy and it's easier to catch them out whereas women yeah, really yeah. vet the men that they go with so they know how airtight it's going to be yeah that makes sense uh, yeah I feel like in more situations men go for other women that are in a relationship and that's mm. why they get found out more whereas a woman would go for like someone that you wouldn't find yeah. like as easily if that makes sense yeah yeah and what's interesting and it's why the stu- uh, why it's proven that um women are having these affairs just for sex is because women are vetting partners that specifically don't want to be romantically engaged with them because if they get there's less chance of them being caught out because the 
person won't catch feelings for them and then won't possibly ruin the family by exposing to the husband. Right. Yeah, I get you. They're literally finding people that just want sex and nothing else. So they can be, you know, again, more sneaky and not find out. Bang out of order. Which is... um, This is messed up, isn't it? (laughs) That's madness. Yeah, that's mental. So, you know, watch out, you know, men of the world, watch out for you women. I mean, women watch out for the men. All they want is a hug. Well, no. (laughs) The thing thing I've learned from this is women just, like, glance at your men every now and then. You're going to find out if they're cheating anyway. Men think about it (laughs) and make sure (laughs) you know. Yeah, no, I do get what you mean, that women will be much better at hiding it than a man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Sweet Tea's been hiding it for months and getting away. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) so next time next time you hug a girl you're cheating on me yeah that's exactly it yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're not that observant so no i don't think you'd even i i would never get away with it i just can't i i can't hide anything i'm awful at lying oh you're so bad at lying See, I'm literally the, the only way you could get away with it is if you didn't see me whilst it was happening (laughs) yeah like ever (laughs) yeah (laughs) The, it was like the best way to cheat on you would be to break up with you and then <laughs> someone else... <laughs> then that's not cheating you idiot I know that was the joke oh okay <laughs> <laughs> lol <laughs> <laughs> right should we do a classic uh, Courtney with James because I've got an interesting interesting story interesting yes <laughs> <laughs> if you can talk yeah okay so I miss sex with my two lovers now my husband is stuck at home Literally, this headline is just <laughs> emphasizing what we've just talked about. This is literally an episode situation. about cheating. Yeah, I know. So um, this woman has said, I've been having sex with two men who took it in turns to visit me every week before lockdown while my husband was at work and our two children were in bed. I know I shouldn't have been seeing one other man, let alone two. But now we are in lockdown again. I'm worried I can't see either guy and I'm feeling so lonely. I'm 32 and a housewife. My husband is 37 and I would say we were happily married. He isn't working at the moment because of the COVID crisis. He had started working night shifts because the pay is so much better, but it meant we hardly saw each other. My flings are only ever a little bit of fun. I never let myself get involved emotionally. There we go, see? Only a bit of fun, no involved emotionally. Before the pandemic, my sister-in-law used to babysit for me so that I could go out. Um, she stopped offering though after she became suspicious of a male friend of mine good on the sister-in-law well done I did have a kiss and a cuddle with him in his van but I didn't let it go any further than that then I joined an online dating site and quickly got talking to two men Jesus Christ what is up with this woman she's so nasty how could she say I would say we're happily married well you're obviously not you idiot what's awful is like he, he started working night shifts because the pay is better. He's thinking about yeah, pay li- yeah, for yeah, his this wife. Is the thing. Like, he's literally oh. thinking about the family and she's thinking about her vagina. Yeah. What a minge. So one of these <laughs> men was an electrician in his 40s and the other was a joiner in his early 20s, whatever that is. And they roll joints. They were, maybe. They were both keen to meet. I used to see the electrician in my garage at home every Wednesday, while the younger one would get it on with me in the lounge on Friday nights. Why specific to certain rooms? Nah, what the That's fuck? a weird thing to me. Also, if I was the electrician, I'd be like, why is she assigned me to the garage? Why am I not allowed in the house? <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that? It's 
so weird. <laughs> yeah. no, like, and yet yeah, this little twenty-something twink can go in the go on the sofa. Yeah, with... maybe he's like, if you're in the garage and he comes home, I'll just say you're fixing a light bulb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said, I pushed the sofa up. Oh my god, they've got kids. That's grim. Oh I, my god. I, she said, I pushed the sofa up against the door so the kids couldn't surprise us if they woke up. That's, that's <gasps> she should not have been allowed to put That's bad. Oh my god, she's the worst. She's actually the worst. Now I'm missing my already. flings so much, and when I have sex with my husband, it's so dull and predictable. So ask him to do other stuff. This oh is my what god. I don't get about cheaters. I'm doing that like what we say, James, right. communication is key. Yeah, just say, okay, sex is a bit dull. Can we switch up to something else? You don't have to go do I bet she's well someone up. else. She said, um, she said to please help. I'd like to get things back on track with my marriage. She'd like to get things back on track with my marriage. Oh, are you doing well? Um, it's, it's a dear Deirdre. That was it. I found. Oh, Should we see what Deirdre is. said? Don't be such a slag. She said, you're playing a risky game with your marriage and family life. You say your flings are just a bit of fun, but your husband, children and extended family won't see it that way. There are plenty of better ways to fill your time and make worthwhile connections with people that don't involve such destructive behaviour. Your husband no doubt opted to work nights in order to bring in as much money as possible. I expect he would prefer to work during the day. Use this lockdown to focus on your family. You will all need to pull together to get through the tough weeks ahead. Talk to your husband about how lonely you are and let him know you have been missing him. Would you both consider taking a cut in his pay so you can have more time together as a couple and family? See, I'm I'm a woman and I'm so disconnected from that woman's thoughts. Like I don't understand why that is the process she's decided to take when they're like she could just sort out her marriage. Like why is she like I don't understand. She's a bitch. She just wants to sleep around. I mean, there's not yeah, she's literally yeah. just a fucking she's mother just, who's the, a slag. The fact that he's taken a night job yeah, and what's awful is like she got a babysitter so she could go out. Right? Why didn't she hire a babysitter so she could get a job that also pays so he wouldn't have to work nights? She sounds like she's professional at this cheating. She's a pro cheater, yeah. She knows what she's doing. I feel so bad for the for the father in this. His husband, yeah. Yeah. He needs to find out, get custody of the kids and leave. That's what he yeah. needs to do. Deirdre, De- old Deirdre was not harsh enough. I can see why she's retired she's now. She's always too nice. Yeah. She should be saying to him, sort your life out. Mm, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is why people don't read The Sun anymore before because she gives advice like that. Yeah, that's the reason. Maybe they should ask <laughs> Courtcase instead of ask Deirdre. They should. In fact, is if anyone listening does have or want relationship advice or have a situation, you can, it can be absolutely anonymous. But if you want to message us on Instagram or, or email, email us. us at courtcasepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're uh, cheating you on your boyfriend and uh, you're worried about your marriage, then please write in. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be sure and we to will, rip we you will put one. you yeah. straight. <laughs> we will berate you for the solid whole hour of the yeah, podcast. So if you feel that is you, then please write in. Yep. I've got... Um, that ends Courting with James. Right. So we've had a very nice cheating segment of the show. It would be so juicy if we all had different opinions on that topic, though. But mm. I'm glad we don't. <laughs> I feel like you can only... You either... It, when it comes to cheating, in my opinion, you either have the right opinion or you're wrong. Yeah. And yeah, that's, oh, e- that's either it's wrong or you're mm. a scumbag, frankly. Well, you either have the right opinion or the other option is you're the cheater. <laughs> yeah, you are yeah, a cheater. Much, exactly. <laughs> um, I feel like we've gotten very back to basics with this court case episode, you know. We had a very special one last week with the woman from California, but I know this one we've got thieving monkeys, we've got cheating couples. It's classic court case. I don't know. And yeah, I'm I like for, it, though. And I'm here for it. We've got one more quick story, and it involves Pringles before we end the Ooh. show. Banging. Did you what know... Flavor? 
well, there, here we go. This is the story. Be prepared. <laughs> Pringles are introducing hot dog and mac and cheese flavors for a limited time only. Oh my god, mac only. and cheese. Yeah. Oh. Um, limited edition New York hot dog and bacon mac and cheese. That actually sounds time. unreal. Yeah, I know. Um, Wait, are they going to come to the UK? Um, it will. It was shared on the popular Instagram food New Food UK. No. So oh, I assume that's it amazing. Be. Yeah, I do like hot dogs. To be fair. Yeah, so you got hot, <laughs> hot diggity dog on mac and yeah, cheese. That's a banging. Limited oh, time I'm so only. Excited. Hot diggity dog. Yeah, dude. <laughs> These articles, when they're an article that's taken all of their news from one Instagram post, yeah. it it's how they try and stretch out into a full article is, yeah. is so funny. They found comments and they've gone, one person commented, these look amazing, while another added, oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord. <laughs> you couldn't find any other comment. Oh lord. That's so <laughs> lord above. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> but um, it says... Um, They've also, apparently, in Japan, Pringles released a 161-centimetre tube that is as tall as a person. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Get through that in an hour. Yeah. you get through that in an hour, did you just say? <laughs> there you go. Sadly for Brits, the competition was only in Japan, said the article. Yeah, sad, isn't it? Well, there you go. Like a dog. Yeah. Was that Sabre? That was my dad sneezing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking loud. <laughs> well, that's our hour, guys. Oh, bye. We've con- <laughs> is it? It is. Yeah, that's our hour. We've Wait, come- why did that feel like that was so quick? Just because we had such a good time. Good no, I didn't. Oh, we didn't get to talk about one division. <laughs> we can do that. Um, well. What if we wait? Oh, I don't until... think it's actually been an hour, so you could probably squeeze it in. Okay, we'll squeeze it in, right? <laughs> there is an. I, I want to introduce a new segment to the show that's not every week, right. but is you know maybe once a month or once every two weeks. Where I want to call it something like maybe courtroom drama or something, where we talk about a new TV show or a new thingy that's out. Sure. sure. And I want the first one to be today. I haven't got a jingle. Might have to talk to Sam. Um, get a new Sam, jingle Sam's for us. And the new one I want to talk about is One Division. You and me have been watching One Division together. Sweet tea. You've not seen it at all, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. No. But what do you think of the series so far? I think it's been really good. Really, excellent, excellent. I think it's so strange. It's, it's strange, but it's good. It's, yeah. It's because it's so different. Right. What you need to understand, Sweet Tea, right, is this is a continuation of the Marvel franchise of films, which you still haven't seen, which I very much regret. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, basically, most of the films, they all, they're all very different in different ways. Yeah. But most of them, you know, they're big budget Hollywood films. And what they've done with this show is they've gone so small and they've made it's it... It's much more grounded. It's much more grounded. They've made it a sitcom, but with, you know, something strange is also going on at the same time. Yeah. And the way that they do it, where it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes, so like a common sitcom episode, and you're basically watching a sitcom for the whole time apart from there'll be the odd minute or two where you get a little bit of clue that something else is going on and it's not quite right and I love the slow build that they're doing like it's so interesting yeah especially as it's coming out weekly yeah which I like I I think I I don't mind like binging TV shows but I I definitely like the fact that Disney Plus have been doing it and Amazon Prime did it with uh, The Boys boys as well Mm. where where it was weekly and I definitely prefer it because you can talk about it each week because there's only been three episodes out so far it also gives you something to look forward to when it's weekly yeah 
Exactly. So we won't go into spoilers or anything. But if anyone's watching this and they're not sold, because because it's so creatively different, mm. it's gotten a lot of mixed reviews. Some people aren't liking it, and some people are because some people are watching going, oh, "I want the normal Marvel shit. Why aren't they yeah, punching each other?" And it's like, guys, come on! You ask them to do different stuff. They're doing yeah, something different now. Yeah, I don't understand you. why would people want to keep on watching the same thing but like different all the time? Yeah. Well, what's another? <laughs> Is you get all these fans that are like, oh, I wish they'll try something different, and then they do then they something do. different, yeah. and they're like, oh, well, this isn't the different that I wanted. Like yeah. yeah, it's like with all the new blockbusters recently, and it always is like ends differently. Like with the Last Jedi, for example, when they took a massive like curveball, and everyone was like, how fucking dare they? Yeah, they completely changed it. And even though the for- like the Force Awakens, everyone was like, it was too much like a New Hope. <laughs> they completely changed the Last Jedi, and they're like, don't you fucking change it? Yeah, I mean, I didn't like that movie, but I respect that they tried something different. So exactly. fair enough. But um, no, if anyone's on the fence about watching WandaVision, if you've watched all the Marvel stuff before, Watch you'll it. love it. If you haven't watched any Marvel stuff, but you really like sitcoms, you'll love it as well because it pays. Each episode is a different era, like a different decade sitcom. So it pays homage to all I of the decades like it's worth of TV. To something you could follow if you haven't watched the others. Like mm. Obviously, it's not finished, so we don't know. You might yeah. have had to have watched the others, but so far you haven't. You wouldn't have had to have watched the other episodes. Yeah, but there you go. There's our quickie thoughts and my quickie new segment. Um, courtroom drama is that what we'll call it? I'm trying to think of something catchy. Courtroom drama, but that doesn't really link into like. Well, TV shows. Yeah, if you're what a, a courtroom drama is a genre of TV, isn't it? You'll watch a courtroom drama. True. So. Oh right. Okay. Maybe. But if if anyone can think of a better name for this segment, maybe, maybe you should just put TBD. TBD yeah, to like, be decided. Yeah, like you don't know yet. Cool. James's TV <laughs> segment. TBD. Uh, thank you, Sam, for well, sorting out a jingle for us at some point in the future. Well yeah. <laughs> yeah. I apologise that you couldn't really uh, say much in that segment, uh, Sweetie, since you haven't seen no, it. No, it's okay. I enjoyed listening. Well, we are in the middle of a pandemic, and uh, you really have no reason not to have watched it. <laughs> I'm. I'm... <laughs> oh well, I mean, he has got a point, but I am watching other stuff. To be fair. Yeah, you are. What are you watching at the moment? Well, I finished watching The Serpent. I do recommend that. That's what, good. What did you th- um? Did you watch that, Billy? No, man, I'm Bridgerton at the minute. Oh, right. You're watching the sex capades of uh, Yeah, that's been Netflix greatly Bridgerton. Greatly. Has well, it really? Not enough sex. Well, no, not, no, it's not enough sex. Oh, not right. enough sex. <laughs> but, like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's basically, like, porn, but, like, set in Victorian times. That's like shit. It's all, like, lovey-dovey stuff. Uh. <laughs> you know, uh. like, the, like, the courting part. What what's, was more sexual, this or Game of Thrones? In the Game of Thrones, it's heyday. I would have said Game of Thrones. Right, but, I, okay. but I'm like halfway through it. There, there could just be like a huge orgy at the end of it. At the end, they save yeah. it all when there's a huge <laughs> yeah. group sex. Scene. Oh my god! Because <laughs> so, I don't. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah. Well, we've gone over time again. That's two podcasts in a row. So lucky you guys for getting an extra few minutes of us. Join us again next week. Have you guys enjoyed doing this three-person podcast yeah, first? It was all right. Sponsored yeah, by. It was- it was okay. It was just, it was just alright. Would you? I'll not come back on again. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't recommend. All right, we'll we'll keep them apart. This <laughs> stuff. <laughs> we are apart. <laughs> we are apart. You got you like to like you had to break us up, but we're literally apart. <laughs> well, everybody at home, I hope you enjoyed listening. Please follow us on Court Case Podcast on like, Instagram. Subscribe, like subscribe. Yep, 
<laughs> like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> smash that like button. <laughs> smash that like button. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, on, you, on you, notifications. You got. You got to press the like button on our recent photo. Obviously, you won't get a part two. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, follow us on Court Case Podcast on Instagram. Um, on all our other socials, Twitter, it's Court Case Cast. Please come back next week. We hope you enjoyed this hour of great stuff with my brother and my co-host, Sweet Tea. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed. Um, we will see you guys next week. I'll probably see you before then, but yeah. Yeah, you'll probably see me <laughs> <laughs> in about half an hour. <laughs> but uh, see you guys next week. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.